Are we hearing anything in this bitch? Are we hearing anything in this bitch? Are we hearing anything in this bitch? Yeah. Here we go. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. Yay! What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I'd like to formally thank you for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, go ahead and take your social media app of choice and send them a well-crafted DM telling them thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Rounds with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter at 3R Show, Instagram at The 3R Show, Facebook, search for the Random Rounds with Rob or Facebook.com forward slash 3R Show, and YouTube. Look for 3R Show, and we got some of the video editions of the show and some other cool things. For anything that I may have missed social media wise, you can go to Random Rob. Dot com and you can find all that and many different ways to help support the show now joining me i have a guest who has been a pivotal point to the random ramblings with rob podcast he was a part of the first inaugural 20 episodes of this show he was one of the i guess the true alumni of the random rounds with rob because with him um, being a guest on the show, he was one of the ones that kind of helped me define, you know, where I would go from, you know, from there on pretty much because that first 20 episodes was me and maybe a couple after, but that first 20 episodes was kind of what I wanted the show to be. And, you know, it kind of evolved out of those 20 episodes because I separated from the military. So a lot of the plans that I had for the show, changed dramatically after um i left and uh became a nasty civilian so i may have referred to him as jay guns and he uh, if you want to go back and listen to his episode that's episode 11 is right after the 10th one that's how numbers work so um <laughs> it's funny because i mean i didn't tell him this but i spoke about it on many episodes to follow his episode and it's just like I had to learn to be a better host in a way because at the time, I mean, we knew each other. We worked side by side and um, but we didn't really hang out outside of the work environment. So this man was gracious enough to invite me into his home and I brought my boxes of equipment that I did not know how to work. And um, it, this was kind of a foreign concept to him because at the time he was just uh becoming a more of a businessman himself and it was just a weird time for the both of us and have i remember having this conversation and it was just like so man what do you think about this and he was just like it's cool so i was like ah this is <laughs> not riveting podcast <laughs> uh audio you know it's just like you know his episode was kind of like what i give to newer podcasters like hey man you're gonna have guests sometimes that's just gonna give you those one word answers but since then this man has evolved in a sense in himself 
He's now a business owner. I don't know if he's still doing music. Are you still doing music? Man, I ain't did a song in a good four years, five years probably. Very well. Uh, he's uh, uh, somewhat of a, a musical artist. <laughs> he's an instructor. He's a freaking goddamn. What else you do now? Uh, firearms instructor. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to become a firearms dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, motorcycle rider. Yeah, so. A lot of stuff. So we have all this encompassed into this one great gentleman here, and he's joining me here. I would call him Jay Guns, but you know, as you heard, he ain't really done music in a while. <laughs> but we're gonna call him. Hey, the guns, the guns still stick. It's it's instructor guns. Ah, so there we go. We'll we'll go ah. with that. We'll go with that, Mister Instructor Guns, because I mean, you're you a formal man. You you use a man of a class and integrity. So I'm gonna call you Mister Guns. <laughs> All right, we can go with that. How are you, man? I mean, we were just chopping it up a little bit, talking about the good old days of uh, Fort Leonardwood, Missouri. But, I mean, how are you? How are you? I'm good, man, chilling. Uh, no, like I said, just like you, I'm a nasty civilian now, <laughs> and uh, being a nasty civilian is great. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I have to work and stuff, but for the most part, I get up when I want to. I go where I want to. I ain't really got to ask nobody. And for the most part, I just do what I want to do besides going to work on a daily basis. So, yeah, man, I'm living good right now. It's great because, I mean, I, I think you got out and did a little bit of armed security, right? Are you still doing that? I am still. I got my, so my business is Straight Shot LLC. So basically what I do, I'm a firearms instructor and I do armed security. So I do both of those and I have a Real nine to five, where I am actual firearm instructor for um Brinks, the um armored car service. Well, that, that's interesting. I mean, how did that come to be? Because I know you um got out and you started doing that and everything. So, how did you ro- roll over into the instructor role? Uh, I applied. <laughs> <laughs> it's really that simple. So, uh, I I got out and I started working at Brinks because basically they do the same thing that we was doing in the military. Yeah. On a, on a level basis, really. Uh, so basically, I get out, I drive trucks, and I transport a good. Yeah. That's the same thing we do in the military. So I got out. That was like the first job I got when I got out. I uh, started at the bottom as a messenger. That's basically going in, taking the money, and uh, bringing the money back to the branch. And then after that, I was like, I need some more because this got boring. Yeah. Saw some uh, openings for a uh, firearm instructor. So I applied for it. Uh, and basically the credentials to do it was many of the credentials I already had. So I was already into firearms, already shooting. And then I had to, uh, set up my own class and get a class to my interviewer. So I had been giving classes at Fort Leonard Woods. Exactly. We've been been doing the same thing. So I made a class, gave the class, uh, did the interview. And next thing you know, I had the job. I had to go to, uh, Texas for training. Man, I've been doing it from there. Let's see. I mean, as much as we rag on Fort Leonardwood, Missouri, um, I believe, you know, I'm only speaking for myself. I, I, I'm i not going to speak for you. For me, I believe that was probably one of the better career choices for me. You know, I was kind of voluntold 
You know, I mean, I had other options, but I was more or less told to go there, you know. But um, coming of it, I believe it just the the training that we got for the curriculum and classes and everything. It helped me, you know, host this show. You know, that that was my takeaway from it. And from what you've said, I mean, your time in Fort Leonard, Missouri, even though we had shitty parts, helped you, you know, advancing your career as a firearms instructor. Uh, yes, I would say so. I would say the military as a whole, we talk bad about it all the time. Yes. <laughs> but as a whole, the military really wasn't bad. No, it we wasn't. We had bad times, but if you add the bad times to the good times we had, we had a lot of good times. Oh, hell yeah. We always talk about the negative, but, you know, it really wasn't all negative. We just have to talk about that part because that would make the the other parts better. Exactly. You know, I mean, shit, man, that was, that's the best way you could ever put that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how long you been an instructor now? How say that again? I said, how long you been an instructor now? I have been an instructor for like two and a half years now. So, I mean, you dealing with the guns and all kind of things and whatnot. I mean, what made you roll over and be like, man, I can make this a business? Because you working for you working for other people, but at the same time, you are... You working for other people, and you like, I can just do this for myself. Word. I can get up when I want to, make my own schedule, and actually help the people that need help. So, like, for Breach, I just do it for Breach. Mm-hmm. But on my own, I can do it for anybody. Word. So, the, um, the guns dealer and everything and whatnot, I mean, you got any, what, what are you going to work out of? Is it going to be Georgia, or what's going on? Yes, yeah, this is going to be Georgia. Plan on doing an online store first. After uh, I get established that, I'm working on some business plans and some business ideas. I actually want to own my own shooting range and gun store. So I'm working on that. I'm just getting my credentials up, getting my business plan together so I can ask the government for some money for assistance so I can get that rolling. Word. Um, man, it's... Just to have a range, because you know I, I I do security now as well, and um, I've got back into guns because of that. I mean, it's pretty much similar to what you, you were doing. I mean, you you've always had a fondness of guns, and then you have to freaking do this as a job. It kind of piques your interest a little more than normal. So I mean, that would be the dream as well for me. I mean, I wouldn't even want a range. For me to, you know, have people over and instruct them and kind of have a business or whatever. But me personally, I just want to go out there and shoot the shit out of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but you can't do what you want to do at everybody else's range. Yeah. I can open my range up for others. And then when it closes, I can stay and do what I want to do or go before it opens and do what I want to do. Hell yeah. And it's better for me because it's mine. Exactly. And that's all we want is our own shit. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> So I mean, uh, online right now in the uh, you know the climate that we're in with the you know the shit that's going on out there. I mean, online would probably be ideal for you right now because I mean people won't have to go out and do shit and everything. But once this has passed, I mean, have because I right now I, you know podcast for me is just like I'm trying to make this a business as well. And right now as we speak, I'm in the garage building my own little studio and doing all this other crazy stuff because I, you know, I want to advance. I want to do better. I want to do more. So have you ever had the dream? Cause like my dream for my studio is being made in the garage. 
have have you already envisioned what your shop is going to look like whenever you able to put like roots down in an actual place? I don't have anything like written out on paper how I want it to look, but in my head, I have a vision how I want it to look. You know, I go around to different ranges. I go to different gun stores and I just look at their setup and I try to take out the good and the bad from different setups. And basically, I get my own plan together from the good and the bad that I see at other stores. So once it's time for me to get to that level, I say, okay, yes, I want to do it like this. No, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. Yes, I want that. So. Mm-hmm. It's taking all the ideas that I'm getting in my head to, to form a whole idea once it comes to that part. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm small time because I'm building a room in the garage or whatever. But like the dream for me was like to have an actual building that people can come to and like I can rent out, um, you know, little office spaces for people to come in and do their podcast or maybe even do music recording, even though I don't know shit about none of that. But I can have a space in a a place for people to um, come who know how to do the shit to um, use the stuff. And I also wanted like yeah. my own office pretty much. I just want an office. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the rest of the building. Well, I do because that will make me the money. But I want my office to be fly as shit. <laughs> so basically you just want a whole studio and not saying it got to be a music studio. You can have like a TV studio, radio studio, yeah. and a music studio all in one in different rooms. Exactly. I mean, I, I want with a, with a fly ass office. Exactly with a fly ass office, big ass desk and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, me, I don't care about how my office look. I care about how the store look. <laughs> yeah, because I mean that's that's the you know the appeal of the thing. That's what's gonna draw the people in. I can understand that, but I'm selfish, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just put up a, a, a corner room for you. You can bring all your shit and plug up or whatever and do what the hell you need to do in a nice, professionally soundproofed booth and whatnot. Because I believe that's important for any kind of music or audio that you're going to produce. So I, I can provide that for somebody. But then I can just go sit in my, my fly ass office with my security cameras and just spy on everybody. <laughs> yep. Hey, and at the range, you know we're going to have security watching everything. So I, I understand that. And it's something that's in my head that I was thinking. I don't know why it was in my head, but it's it kind of off subject. It ain't, but it is. Yeah. So right before you was coming on, you was like, you had to learn how to be a, uh, a better host. Yeah. Right? Because right before you said that, I was thinking, like, I hope he got something to say because I no, don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know. It's in my head. Yeah. <laughs> And and that's that's the thing too. I mean, it's not so much you know, off subject, but on subject. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you encounter that as well. You know, as far as your instruction goes, because you have to present yourself in a way for other people to understand. Yeah, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, it does. Because like everybody doesn't learn the same way, and I'm I'm pretty sure you got a a whole eye full and ear full of that in uh when we was in Missouri and shit. So. You got to be like, hey, man, whatever works for this person doesn't necessarily work for this person. So you got to kind of tailor your tactics a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because I, I, I know. Yeah, go ahead. I instructed, like, you have, to, you have to talk to people different ways. Yeah. So some people, I'm like, motherfucker, didn't I tell you don't put your hand on the trigger? <laughs> but then some people have to be like, uh, can you please not put your hand on the trigger? I'm asking you, please, before I kick you out. 
please don't put your finger on the trigger. So I just, yeah. Yeah, the motherfucker part is, is my bread and butter. <laughs> that, that's mine too. I'll be quick, the motherfucker. And people, and people talk to me, they be like, do people really like that you talk to them like that? I'll be like, listen here. You have to train how you fight. We keep that in the military. You have to train how you fight. Guess what? If I'm sitting here being nice to you when you come out there, you come out there to a situation that you have to use your firearm and you scared and you moving, that ain't going to help you. So me saying motherfucker get in your face like, all right, let's go. That's helping you for a real world scenario. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure if you run into any static or whatever, it ain't going to be calm and pleasant. <laughs> like, sir, um, could you please uh, give me your wallet and um, your keys to yeah. your car? I, I would very much appreciate it if you could do that. This is a robbery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have people like put the guns because you know you go to the range. It might be like a table in front of you. Stop putting the damn gun on the table. Is you gonna be a table when you walk through Walmart? Fuck no. Where you gonna put the gun at? <laughs> Not on the damn table because it ain't gonna be no table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, that sounds fun, man. Because like I have to go to the range every two. I mean not every two. Uh, every six months for um, my job and. When I first got on, <laughs> when I first got on, we had the um, instructor there for us, you know, because we was new hires at the time. So we had the instructor that was kind of training us and he was there evaluating, our, you know, our shooting and everything. So this guy was old, man. He'd been doing this for decades and shit. And he had his own range and so on and so forth. And another thing and our company would pay him to come up to instruct us. But this dude was old, man, and he was doing bad. And it got to a point uh, when he was training us to where he couldn't even go in the booth because he was feeling that bad, man. He was just had to go sit down in the lobby and shit. So he had me and two other people instruct the rest of the class and shit. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I'm helping people and giving them, telling them how to hold the pistol and whatever, and you know, giving it as much advice as I could. And, and at the at that point in time, it reminded me of Fort Lindenwood as well, but it really made me kind of look at the avenue that you chose. I kind of wanted to be a firearms instructor as well, but it kind of got away from me and whatnot. But through your experience now teaching as a firearm instructor, what are some of the things that you enjoy about it and what are some of the things that you hate about it? Uh I enjoy actually the teacher aspect. Mm -hmm. People have so much bad blood about firearms, bad blood about just in general about firearms in general. Mm -hmm. It's not the firearm. The firearm does not kill people. People kill people. Exactly. (laughs) And you have to explain it so much. Like if the firearm is sitting on the table and nobody ever touches it, guess who is going to kill? Nobody. Not a soul. It's not going to kill anything until I can pick it up and pull the trigger and point it at somebody. Yeah. So I just teach. That's that's my favorite part. Just teaching people and giving them the correct knowledge about firearms. Words. And then I also like teaching self defense. Oh, using so- your firearms. Just, you know oh. what I'm saying? Uh, teach like drawing from the holster, basic firearm technique, how to aim. Trigger, trigger control, stance, grip, so all that. I, I enjoy teaching all that. So you ain't got to the the John Wick school of training yet. So you ain't doing barrel rolls and cutting backflips and doing all that um, crazy shit. Yet. <laughs> actually, though, on my 
on my business plan, I have a range, and then I have a tactical range where you moving. Ah, yeah. And we got moving targets and stuff like that. So I wanted both areas. So, so I had like, so I got that a regular range, a tactical range where you moving and doing other stuff, and then I had like a smokeless range, which is like uh, you, you, it's like a projector, and they giving you scenarios, and you using a laser gun to shoot at the scenario. So I got. A lot of stuff in my head right now that I want to do. Man, that's cool, man. That shit, man. I'm gonna have to whenever you, whenever you get brick and mortar and get that up and running, I'm gonna have to make a visit, man. That sound cool as fuck. Yeah, come on, man. I'm, 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 I'm make sure, you, make sure you're good. Now, um, do we have? A, I mean, obviously we do. You know, through our ties to the military and everything. But do we have a, a mutual? Friend, as in a guest of the Random Rounds of Rob, being one Black Rambo. Oh, uh, yes, we do have uh, a friend that being the Black Rambo. If you look, when well, we was on video, you'll see I have my Black Rambo Ambo right here in front of me. <laughs> uh, so, yes. <laughs> now, do you know him through the military, or just kind of like an after thing? I've seen him in the military before. But just being around social media, you no, know, being being around guns, I kind of interact with them a little more. Yeah. So I don't think we talked like face to face. We didn't send like a message or something, but we never talked face to face or anything like that. But yeah. Yeah, and then, you know he's another businessman just like you, bro. I mean, straight out of the military and night making moves and everything. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, she, uh, I mean, he's he, he doing pretty, he's pretty good right now. Oh hell yeah, he about to. Um, from what I understand, you know, you talking about coming out with a two two three round next with the. Um, inc- yeah, I heard. Yeah, I think he said two two three, and he got his own line of guns coming out. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy too. You talked about. Yeah. Yeah, cause I mean that makes sense so, for him, man. Because that's what he's known for. So yep. why, why not? <laughs> yep. That that would be that would be some great to have. And I, but now, can you imagine him having a gun store? How that shit would look? Oh, <laughs> uh, it'd be pretty crazy. Hell yeah, man! Yeah. It'd be pretty crazy, pretty wild. Especially whenever you get your brick and mortar, you need to for sure get him out that way. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, I plan on it. I plan on bringing a lot of people down this way. Yeah, yeah. Now, um. I remember when we first uh, got on here and did this uh, way back in the year of 2016. We were sitting in your living room and whatnot on stools and whatnot doing the podcast. <laughs> and you was telling yep. telling me about your um, DJ business and your clothing line at the time. I mean, is any is there any life in any of those things still? Man, I still DJ from time to time. I just be so busy doing other stuff that I can't do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And clothing line, oh, oh, it would be great. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, uh, that'll, that'll obviously come once you uh, get the business up and running be- a little bit better. So, But, yeah, because from what I remember, you was doing that third party anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I think you had to do it out from Cali, shipping it to y'all and all kind of other crazy shit. Yep, it was uh yep coming from California. So shipping out here. Yep. So to go back to the range and everything and you being a firearms instructor and whatnot, I mean, 
how does that um, translate to you um, teaching gun safety with your children and whatnot? Uh, I, I, way before I was instructed, I was teaching gun safety to my kids. So I, I'm, I've been, I've been had guns for buku years. Mm-hmm. I probably got like 30, 40, 50 of them. So I've been showing my kids different, uh, gun safeties and gun rules and don't touch this and do touch this and how you touch this. You know, a lot of people are like, well, I can't leave my kids around guns because blah, 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 blah. But the whole point is to teach them is so they know exactly what to and what to not and what not to do. Yeah. So. Because, I mean, if you just. It's all about the Yeah, because if you don't teach them, if you just leave a random child in there with a random gun, more than likely it's not going to be a good outcome. <laughs> I just put new ones in there. Yeah. So my my kids been on it like I got girls all over the house and they know they know not to touch them but they know if some go down what to do to, to touch them. Yeah, yeah. So it depends on the situation. Yeah, shit. I got my nine year old chomping at the bitch like I want to go to the range. The only reason we hadn't took her yet because she's not tall enough for their standard. So yeah, she she already ready. <laughs> hey. My 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 new motto is stay ready, so you won't have to be ready. Hell yeah! So damn. <laughs> <laughs> so so, I know you say you hadn't did music in the buku years and whatnot, but have you ever had buku. the? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, have you ever had the itch lately or nah? Not so much. Man, let me tell. Ah oh, man, so. My kids, you know, so they was younger, but they know I did music. They heard my songs. So, actually, my birthday was last Friday. Happy birthday. So, my kids came to me. Appreciate it. So, my kids came to me and was like, so, Dad, for your birthday, we ain't got no money. <laughs> but we want to make a song, and we're going to sell it so we can make some money. Oh, hell yeah. So, actually, I just, me and my kids wrote a song, got a beat. And then we plan on going to the studio, record it, and do a video for it. So I have triplets. So yes. all three of the triplets on the song and me. And we're doing the song. We're going to record it, and we're going to do a video for it sometime this month. Word. Whenever you yeah, get so. whenever you get that, you need to send that this way so I can play. <laughs> I will. I will. Hell yeah. I'll yeah. be, be having them up there practicing. Practicing it and going over, so when it's time to go to the studio, they be right. So, so now, I mean, I remember the the whole thing with the triplets or whatever. What what, what has life been like since they came to you? Oh, oh. Mm. <laughs> uh, my homeboy standing here with me. He said headache and hell. So, yeah. Uh. Well, that's only two parts of it. <laughs> There's three I, of them. Headache and hell they, is only two parts. You need a third. What's the third part? <laughs> no, they they good. Uh, you know, they eight now, finna be nine, and they ain't grown, but they're a lot more self sufficient. So it's a lot easier yeah, on what I have to do. The money part is still the money part is whatever, but as far as them, it's a lot easier. It was it was a, it was a rough. Especially being in the military and when they was younger, but right now it's now I leave work and go to school events. Um, 
be that be that with him at your uh, actual last season. I coached uh, my son. I mean, not my son. My daughter team on basketball. We went to the championship, won that. So I'll be with him. We be chilling, doing stuff. So man, uh, it's all good right now. Well, what's going on or whatever? I mean, I, I, school is out and everything. So they had an extended summer, is what I call it. H- has it been a, a little bit of chaos in the ho- household? Man, I go to work every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you kiss the old lady and be like, all right, I holler. <laughs> I go to work every day, so I. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I'll be at work, so I guess they'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know where the guns at, they know how to feed themselves, so we all right. <laughs> yep. That's how I go. Nah. Shit. Yeah, I heard that school work is a little headache, but, you know, I don't deal with it much, so I'll leave that. I don't know. I'll leave that conversation to somebody else. Yeah. My old lady been, <laughs> yeah, my old lady been home with them since they've been out as well. And um, the boy then went from a mediocre student to straight A's and shit. And I'm just like, so what you're telling me is you just go to school to fuck off. <laughs> That's, that's exactly what it is. Pretty much what you're telling that's me. Exactly what it is. Because I mean, he, he was doing decently and whatnot. We had to get on his ass a lot, but since he's been home and they've been doing work at home, all A's. I was like, okay, so he, he ain't got his friends and stuff to influence him. That's what it is. Exactly. So yeah, I was his like, friends. so 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 one, you, you, you um you ain't got nobody to fuck around with. So that's one thing. And two, now I know you can do the shit. So there ain't no excuse whenever this shit start back up again. <laughs> that ain't so damn what damn what what the shit what the fuck was I about to say um do you miss it as far as the military goes the saying go <laughs> I miss the people alright not the military alright I got you <laughs> So what was like? So so what was like the biggest you know thing for you after you got out and whatever thing? I know for me, um, I took eight months off. <laughs> like as soon as I got out, I was just like that first eight months. It was just me growing a beard and damn, just you know embracing the nastiness that is the civilian life and whatnot. So what what was what was the thing for you when you first got out? What was one of the first things that you dove into to be like, I couldn't do this when I was in, so now I'm doing it here because I'm out. Um, one of the biggest things I dove into, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I was kind of rebellious back then anyway, so I just can do what the hell I want to do now. And then <laughs> I just have to deal with a lot less consequences now. Yeah. So I guess that's, yeah. So I don't know. I, um, I wasn't lucky enough to you know take off eight months. I actually, I actually started working at Bricks on terminal leave, <laughs> so I went straight to work. And uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Man, I, I know what you know. When I finally did find this job that I do now, uh, another culture shock for me was um, when we did the weapons training because we um, we got a Glock for our um, service weapon, a Glock twenty two. Uh, 40 caliber. So damn, when I received that firearms class, I was kind of on edge because they was pointing the weapons in the classroom and shit and I was just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Wanted to come over the table a little bit. Like, hey man, I'm pointing that shit 
in my direction. You know, point that shit over that way. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Arms training can get real, real nasty real quick because you got people like that, which don't they don't mean no harm, but at the same time, it can be harm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that'll get you quick. I know one thing I did have to work on, though, was cussing. Boy, <laughs> I would cuss a motherfucker out without even knowing that I'm cussing a motherfucker out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, cause damn. Yeah, you know. The, the, these cause keep, then you know these people, these people out here, they ain't built like we was built. Yeah. In the military, so you know you get cussed out and you laugh and, and go about your day. You yeah. cuss these motherfuckers out, they want to them go to HR and and and, <laughs> and tell and do all this other shit. So now you have to be like, uh, sir, can you please? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and say it without saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had that for a little while as well, but then after a while, you know, you kind of figure out who you can deal with and who you can't deal with like that. Because I had a supervisor. I mean, he don't work for the company no more, but he would call me with some bullshit, and you know, I try to be respectful because that's my supervisor. But at the same time, he gave me a lane. To daggone run his ass over, and I I took every opportunity to run his ass over, because he <laughs> he be coming with some bullshit. So you come with some bullshit on the schedule, and he'll be like, "Hey man, I need you to go work this post or whatever," because we got a new guy. He ain't used to it or whatever. I was like, "Well, motherfucker, I was a new guy once too, and you sucked my ass there anyway. So what the fuck that got to do with me? You send his ass to the goddamn post so he can learn, and <laughs> that's how the conversation would go." But there's other supervisors that I would not even think about talking to like that. But he was the one. <laughs> hey man, you like you they have you gotta earn respect. You gotta earn respect to get respect. You know what I'm saying? So you out here doing bull crap, you're gonna get the bull crap to go with it. Hell yeah. yeah I I don't I don't had a couple supervisors like that. I mean no. And I go in, I even go in the office with him and be like, bitch, you even talk to me like that. You talk to your motherfucker like that. But I might, I might knock you out. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't retired in there. But, you know, I got my little disability. You know what I'm saying? This extra counter. I, I still knock you out now. So don't, don't take me back today. I'm trying to be professional in here. So don't, don't, don't do it. Okay? Thank you. Just talk to me normal. And you my supervisor, so I'm gonna do what you tell me to do. But you ain't even tell me to do it like 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 I'm three. But yeah, yeah, that, that that's you got to have that rapport every now and then. You got to pull them off to the side and hold them by the collar. Be like, hey, motherfucker, I ain't gonna tell you again. <laughs> but you know, a lot of times that's all that they take. Like, I I know I can't really fuck with him like that, so I ain't gonna do it no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got the. It's coming into fruition here pretty soon. I, I ain't gonna say if it happens or whatever because it will happen. When you get the business rolling and whatnot, how the way you want it and everything, what's next? Because I mean, I know you ain't got a singular mind of focus. You know, just you know, interacting and dealing with you in the past. You always had your your fingers in a lot of pots. You know, you had your irons in a lot of fires and whatnot. So I mean, what's next? Because I know this will probably be the main source. But what will this branch off into for you? Oh man! So the business is already started. I already got my business license. I already got all that. So I've been working on 
my licenses, uh, different licenses I need, like an FFL, my mm-hmm. state license. So I got my business official, got all my license. So once I get my range up and going, and you know it's going pretty good, I do want to dabble and dabble in nightlife and own like a little bar lounge. Uh huh. That's the dream. Like, so, yeah. Oh man! So, and you know, we're in Atlanta, so you know it's a good nightlife atmosphere out here. So, get a nice little lounge. You know what I'm saying? Maybe TVs. A little later on at night, be more like clubbish, but you know. So, I plan on doing some kind of little lounge or bar, something like that. Hell yeah! And you gonna DJ in it too? Oh, I, <laughs> I might. I might, I might do a little something. Probably, probably not. I, I might dabble. I might dabble. I <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on the slow nights. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. That, that seems to be the dream for I believe anybody, man. Just to have like a little place, a little lounge or something. Because I, I, I like to have a cigar every now and then, and, and and a nice cool drink or whatever. So I mean, I would like that as well. You know, just have a cigar shop. Little lounge area, motherfucker, smoke some cigars, have some cognac or whatever. Yeah, it's a new little um cigar lounge, like kind of close to my house, man, like right down the street. It's, it's real nice. It's got all cigars in there. You pick some, smoke some, have a drink. It's pretty nice, pretty laid back. Shit, they got so, yeah. They got a they got a dude out here. He got a mobile cigar lounge. He got a, a big ass truck and everything, and he ride around and he post up, and people go in and smoke cigars in the truck. That's that's pretty cool. I, I guess you could have like a little cigar party. Tell a couple friends, couple couple friends come over, rent the van. Yeah. Hey, do what you do. Hell yeah. So I mean, to go back to the clothing thing that you was doing before. So I mean, I know it's going to be a part of the the business proper or whatever. But have you ever thought about going into manufacturing for yourself instead of doing a third party thing? Man, that would be too much. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm trying to do it here. My, I'm trying to do it here myself, man. I got the I got a couple things. I got to press and all that shit and. You ain't lying. <laughs> it's just the only thing I want to do is go online and order some shirts for my business so I can wear them and sell them. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Very well, because I mean the the thing for me is um as far as selling the merch and I got I go through a third party. The hats that I have, man, I love them shits to death, and that would be something that I would want to try to make myself. I've looked into the equipment and everything; it's kind of pricey. But maybe later on down the line, you know, everything fall into place. That might be something that I might invest in because th- them hats that I have, them shits is fly as fuck, and I I really like them. That's not, that's not, that's not good. I ain't never heard nobody say I want to make hats, but hey, that's all good. You know, you got a quality hat, you got a hat that you like. Hey, I'm pretty sure if you like it, a lot of people like it. Yeah, shit. I mean, look at so, lids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm trying to undercut their ass. And then this is how I try to spin it to people, man. It's just like they go to my website and they see the hat thirty-five dollars. I was like, okay, let's just put it into perspective. You would go to Lids or you know, Foot Locker somewhere else that sell a hat like that, and you would buy that shit 
for thirty five, forty dollars, depending on if it's special edition or some crazy shit like that. And you feeding a machine. I said, you spend thirty five dollars with me, that going directly to me and my cars and whatnot. It's not going to a freaking corporation and all this other bullshit. I mean, you're helping the little man out. Yeah, but people, people don't understand that. They don't want to help the little man. They want to keep putting money in the big man pocket and the big man ain't going to do nothing for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll I give you a discount, baby. You know, you buy something with me, I'll give you a little, little promo code and everything. You can come back and shop with me again. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm I'm working on trying to build my social media right now. Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm soon I'm going to give a get have a little giveaway or something just to try to help bring people to the page and boost it up so yeah yeah social media is a big part of business nowadays hell yeah man it's just it's a you know how you was talking just a couple moments ago about um making the clothes and how that's a fucking too much (laughs) social media can be that as well especially you know you doing work you got you trying to get your business off the ground and then to have you know the social media aspect of it as well that's a whole nother fucking job man let me tell you something when my business get all the way off the ground like i wanted to i would have a social media person i would not be <laughs> involved in social media transactions after that point because that is too much <laughs> well shit man you, really got, you, you got the triplets let them run it I, I might. I put them on the payroll. We got some some business taxes. So if yo, if you have a person like under seventeen on your payroll, you ain't got to pay taxes for so. Hey, uh, hey, I might. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they they ate and they definitely know how to work it better than I do. Dad, you got to do this and do this and do it like that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> These triplets of yours seem like they need to have a TikTok or something like that. Uh, we have a lot of TikTok videos. Oh, very well. After I'm doing quarantine, oh, I got shit. like a good ten TikTok videos on the phone right now. Very well. <laughs> but um, man, it's been great getting to catch up with you and everything. And it's very great to hear that you're doing well and you're prospering and you're carrying on and all this stuff. Before we go. Since we spoke about social media, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and IG at Straight Shot LLC. So, Facebook, Twitter, IG, just go to Straight Shot LLC. Yeah, yeah. That's how you can find me. Very well. I mean, you can. He, the man does everything. He's not just a firearms instructor. He's a freaking a artist. He's a goddamn freaking DJ. Goddamn. What else you want to throw in there? I don't even. I don't even know what you're saying. I just <laughs> do it all. If you want something done, I probably can get it done for you. There you go. He's a man of many talents. So I mean, hit him up. Straight Shot LLC on all social media platforms. Well, not all of them, just the ones that he said: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. <laughs> so find him there. Yeah, that's that's enough of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, we, we might we might have to uh do another show one day. Uh, me and my homeboy, we uh getting this CMOS together. Had a CMOS jail. Hey. So all, 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 all my healthy people, you know, people out there trying to stay in shape, do some good with your body, 
So yeah. See, that that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, <laughs> the goddamn sea mouse. Very well. I mean, I'm down with that. I mean, you know how to how to do it. You know where the calendar is. Schedule yourself up, and we can come back and do that again. Yes, sir. Yeah. But man, it's been great to hear your voices. Once again, it's great to hear that you're doing well. And as it is for everyone, you've been a guest on the show. I mean, shit, this is your second time here. So you know the door is always open for you to come back. Okay, I've had so many shenanigans trying to... What the fuck? Oh, See, more shenanigans. I had so many shenanigans trying to record this uh, the goddamn outro and everything. It's now July 5th. Goddamn... 136 in the goddamn morning and I should have been done this hours ago but anyway I tried to record this outro with the video and then the fucking video halfway in through my rambling wasn't even recording then I had to stop for a moment and turn the camera on then I had some microphone adjustments and shit trying to you know make this shit look cool and whatnot in my little area whatnot it's just a whole bunch of shenanigans I'm, I'm sorry but anyway you know thanks to Mr. Phillips for joining me on this edition of the show and um, we harken back to uh, good old what I think it was episode 12 or anything or something like that 11 or 12 you know I I refer to him as Jay Guns when I talk to people about um, you know being a better interviewer and you know having those guests that make you pry and try to get the answers out of them and everything. So uh, he was one of those guests way back in the day in the infancy of the show back in 2016. You know, I, I brought my equipment to his house. I set up in his living room while his kids was running around and everything. And we had a a conversation, you know, but um, I put in the show description a link to that very first episode that we did way back when. And whatnot. And hear the difference between then and now. He's still country as fuck. Bark, bark. <laughs> but um, it was a good time catching up with him. Business owner to business owner, man. We both running things and anything. Random Rams and Rob is a subsidiary of Random Works LLC. Yeah, baby. You know, I'm trying to write shit off on my taxes and everything since my Patreon is dry as fuck and uh, my merchandise ain't moving. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, you, you see the vi- somewhat of the video that I was able to record, but it was just pretty much saying like how one T-shirt provided all the paint in this room. You know, it painted this whole office and everything. And I'm appreciative or appreciative of uh, shit like that. So, um, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just tired as fuck. I've been fucking around with this episode. It's been a, a journey trying to get to this point. And uh, here we are. We're getting ready to hit the finish line. And damn shenanigans. I had to download shit from my old my old computer and put find a thumbstick and not wake up Mrs. B-Rob. And <sighs> frustration in my voice is what you're hearing. But it's also a tinge of adulation and triumph and shit. <laughs> but, um, Man, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm, I'm, so many shenanigans. It's got my blood pressure up. Not really. It's it's not that bad. But I should have been done. I could have been playing video games right now. But, you know, clean the garage today. 
got all my shit and trash up out of there. Not actual shit. I just say shit when I flustered. Shit. Shit. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at 3R Show. I know this uh, freaking outro is lackluster as fuck because I've done this already. Now I'm doing it again. I plug my microphone, put it in the drawer, and I had to pull it back out and plug it up again sound like I'm fucking but <laughs> yeah follow me on twitter at 3R show I'm, I'm still trying to get back used to being on social media again I took that hiatus um, a little while back and I'm just you know trying to feel my groove again and especially trying to wind down this room and everything I hadn't been just retweeting and tweeting like I normally been doing it's just I've been focused on trying to get this shit done and it's done and I'm happy can't tell but <laughs> I'm very happy so um follow me on Instagram at the 3R show to where you can see a lot of the um, the progress that was made in the build process and some of the stuff that I put together you can uh, check that out on there um videos on YouTube and you can go to randomrob.com to find many different ways to help support the show. Get some of that merch that I was telling you about. You know, one shirt can go a long way. It can paint an office. <laughs> but um, thank you for listening. Uh, hit up Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. You can go to hooksrubsandspices.se.com and get 15% off your order. And you can um, hit up Poddex to get you some um, podcasting tools for your podcasting toolbox. And everything, you know, make you a better person, which you should be. You can be an awesome person if you wear a fucking mask. Stop bitching about it and just do it. It's not going to kill you. It's helping you not to get killed. So, uh, yeah. But um, that's enough. I'm tired. I'm going to enjoy this room for a couple more minutes, play a couple of rounds of Call of Duty. Then I'm going to call it a morning because it's almost two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'll see you next time. Shit. <laughs>